A brief history of autism. Autism is not something new, in fact one of the first recorded reference was by that of Jean Marcatard. He studied Victor, the so-called wild boy of Avalon, who showed several signs of autism and is thought to have lived his entire childhood alone in the woods in France in 1797. Attard treated him with a behavioral program designed to help him form social attachments and to induce speech via imitation. Victor's life was dramatized in François Truffaut's 1970 film El Enfant Sauvage. Paul Eugène Bleuler, Swiss psychiatrist thought to be responsible for the first use of the term autism in 1910 as he was defining symptoms of schizophrenia he derived it from the Greek word autos, meaning self. The word autism first took its modern sense in 1938 when Hans Asperger of the Vienna University Hospital adopted Bleuler's terminology, autistic psychopaths, in a lecture in German about child psychology. Hans Asperger was the Austrian pediatrician after whom Asperger's syndrome is named. Born in Vienna, Asperger published the first definition of Asperger's syndrome in 1944. In four boys, he identified a pattern of behavior and abilities that he called, autistic psychopathy, meaning autism, self and psychopathy, personality. The pattern included, a lack of empathy, little ability to form friendships, one-sided conversation, intense absorption in a special interest and clumsy movements. Asperger called children with A.S. little professors, because of their ability to talk about their favorite subject in great detail. He was convinced that many would use their special talents in adulthood. He followed one child, Fritz V. into adulthood. V. became a professor of astronomy and solved an error in Newton's work he originally noticed as a child. Leo Kanner of the Johns Hopkins Hospital first used autism in its modern sense in English when he introduced the label Early Infantile Autism in a 1943 report of 11 children with striking behavioral similarities. Almost all the characteristics described in Kanner's first paper on the subject, notably autistic aloneness and insistence on sameness, are still regarded as typical of the autistic spectrum of disorders. It is not known whether Kanner derived the term independently of Asperger. In 1930 he was selected to develop the first child psychiatry service in a pediatric hospital at Johns Hopkins Hospital, Baltimore. He became associate professor of psychiatry in 1933. He was the first physician in the United States to be identified as a child psychiatrist and his first textbook, Child Psychiatry in 1935, was the first English-language textbook to focus on the psychiatric problems of children. His seminal 1943 paper Autistic Disturbances of Effective Contact, together with the work of Hans Asperger, forms the basis of the modern study of autism. In 1979 Lorna Wing and Judith Gould examined the prevalence of autism, as defined by Leo Kanner, among children known to have special needs in the former London borough of Camberwell. They found a prevalence in those with IQ under 70 of nearly 5 per 10,000 for this syndrome, closely similar to the rate found by Lotta. As well as children with Kanner autism, Wing and Gould also found a larger group of children, about 15 per 10,000, who had difficulties with social interaction, communication, and imagination, which they referred to as the triad of impairments, as well as a repetitive stereotype pattern of activities. Although these children did not fit into the full picture of early childhood autism, or typical autism, as described by Kanner, they were described as being on the broader autism spectrum. The total prevalence rate for all autistic children with special needs in the Camberwell study was approximately 20 in every 10,000 children, Wing and Gould, 1979. Stefan Ehlers and Christopher Gilberg published the results of a further study carried out in Gothenburg. 
This study examined children in mainstream schools. The aim was to find the prevalence of Asperger syndrome and other autism profiles in children with IQ of 70 or above. From the numbers of children they identified, they calculated a rate of 36 per 10,000 for those who definitely had Asperger syndrome and another 35 per 10,000 for those with social difficulties. Some of these children may have fitted Asperger description if more information had been available, but they were certainly on the autism spectrum. Teachers of these children had previously recognized social and or educational differences, but had not been able to find a reason for these differences. Other studies in different countries have also looked into autism and numbers of autistic children, but not the whole spectrum. These results range from 3.3 to 60.0 per 10,000. This could be due to differences in definitions or case-finding methods, Wing and Potter, 2002. For over 30 years, Sulla Wolf, in Edinburgh, studied children of average or high ability who had difficulty with social interaction but who did not fit into the triad of impairments. These children represent the most subtle end of the autism spectrum. The majority become independent as adults, many marry, and some display exceptional gifts. Why include them in the autism spectrum? As Sulla Wolf points out, these children often have a difficult time at school and they need recognition, understanding and acceptance from their parents and teachers. The approach that suits them best is the same as that which is recommended for children with Asperger syndrome and high-functioning autism, as it was then called.